there, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You're listening to Hugh Heenan, currently ministering out of Trinity Gardens, Seventh-day Adventist, as well as Faith Adventist Centre in Mawson Lakes in Adelaide, South Australia. I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you as we explore this week's continued theme, uh, really just, I guess, overflowing from last week. We've had two weeks' worth of this theme of the Bible, the Church, and the Environment. More particularly today, we're going to be looking at the related topic of COP26. That's the Conference of the Parties, COP26. Is there a better way? Uh, This is a really relevant topic in light of the COP26 meeting that's taking place with world leaders and many others in Glasgow uh, right now where talks and efforts are being made to reduce the impacts of climate change. Uh, These talks have been ongoing for the past fortnight and are scheduled to wrap up tomorrow, though it is possible the talks could extend beyond that time frame. Uh, our co-host for today is Fabiano Niakuru. He's joining me today, and uh, he ministers out of Melrose Park Seventh-day Adventist and Sinai Church Plant in Devoren Park, Adelaide, South Australia. Now, Fabiano is no stranger uh, to our listeners, having produced so many of our Thursday Drive Time programs. Uh, with the two of us now just simply changing roles these past few weeks while I try my hand at uh, producing. So, uh, all that being said, how are you today, Fabiano? I'm well, thank you. It's great to be together again on this program, and of That's course right. we're grappling with the big topics, the big picture, uh, the the, you know, the difficult questions, but also the ones that are well worthwhile grappling with. Mm. And of course the question that we just mentioned that we're looking at today is COP26. It's on everyone's tongues. Is there a better way though? And I'm, I'm hoping and I'm praying that uh, Fabiano, you've got something uh, to share with us with regards to a better way, because That's we right. have a God who's always got a better promise. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's right. All right. So, uh, but of course what they're doing there at COP26 is very worthwhile in and of itself because we're talking about the future of this planet, of our children, our grandchildren, things that are close to God's heart and close to the heart, I would hope and pray, of every single one of us. Mm. Well, Fabiano, as I've been looking around uh, the world today and uh, scanning the the world's headlines, we like to sort of start out there uh, at the beginning of our program together. Uh, I couldn't help but notice that there has been quite a surprise development in the eyes of many uh, there at COP26 where uh, there has been a United States-China climate agreement. Now, I don't know if there could have been anything more startling than that (laughs) when you think back to the beginnings of COP26, where Mm. uh, if memory serves me right, uh, President Joe Biden was uh, really remonstrating with or giving a little bit of a ticking off to Mm. the leaders of both Russia and China, uh, highlighting the fact that uh, Putin, as well as uh, uh, Xi Jinping, were not uh, present mm, personally mm, yes, at yes. Uh, what in the eyes of many diplomats, envoys, world leaders, uh, all manner of different climate activists and stakeholders, which is really all of us, yes, uh, yes. Uh, in actual point of fact, would have expected <clears throat> to have seen every single one of the world's major leaders at what is the biggest conference. Uh, in fact, I would suggest the biggest conference of the party since it ever began back in the mm-hmm. mid-90s. So uh, really interesting that all of a sudden it's turned on its head. It's That's funny right. how these things That's can right. happen. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And so now we are seeing this really quite unexpected uh, US-China climate agreement and quite a bit of cautious welcome for that as well. Yeah. Uh, does that strike you as quite surprising, uh, Fabiano? Yes. Um 
I have to confess first and foremost that I haven't been following in detail. But um, yes, I did also notice that uh, there was that um, uh, highlight in the news that, uh, hey, how can, um, uh, if I can pronounce his name correctly, the Chinese president, uh, I mean, yeah. Chinese President Xi Jinping. All right, there you go. Uh, yeah, the fact that he was uh, he was not present, and uh, I mean, considering the fact that um, uh, China as well produces quite a lot of uh, CO two mm. uh, with their factories there. Um, now, I'm I'm of the opinion that, and here I might be, I guess. Uh, Labeled as a conspirator, but um, I'm of the opinion that some of these things um, that appear to be a bit old might be, um, what should I say, might be done on purpose. Um, and 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 what I'm trying to say here is that, like you're saying, this is a very important meeting. Mm. And how come the you know the the, the President of China wasn't present. Um, is there a message he's trying to communicate? Well, we 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 can only speculate. Um, but nevertheless, I, I'm of the idea, and I might be the only one here, but I'm of the idea that sometimes there's a little bit of politics going on. Sometimes there's a little bit of you know uh, something happening uh, behind the scene because I don't understand why he could not be present. Um, Yes, yeah. I think it's probably true to say, right, that uh, whenever these sort of uh, international diplomatic and uh, political uh, gatherings occur, that it's all about the politic. <laughs> it's all about right. you know the jockeying that goes on behind the scenes quite mm, often, mm, and, mm. and trying to find uh, where the best deal can be done for That's each right. each uh, of uh, well each nation's own jurisdiction and interests, mm. and uh, and certainly that's true for China as much as it would be for the United States. And mm, I, mm. I can't help but think also that uh, you know China, uh, like any great major power, wants to be considered to be right at the center of yes. the global politic. Oh, definitely, and, uh, definitely, and of all the trade routes and so on. And uh, right. Maybe it's uh, maybe you're right. Maybe he is sending a message and saying, "Look, uh, you come to me <laughs> rather than me go to you." Uh, or for that matter, for that matter, perhaps uh, maybe it's something domestic that's mm, kept in the home. Mm. And, Possibly, uh, yep, yes, definitely, yeah. Who, who knows? Exactly, especially in, uh, in these um, difficult and challenging times of COVID nineteen. Uh, who knows? Yeah, mm. uh, it, it is possible, definitely, that you know something domestic definitely has uh, prevented him from attending. Yes. Uh, and um, and I must say too that um, this is a a very important conference, and uh, for the whole world, because we are all involved in in this world, and our future generations will be, uh, in, uh, I mean, the ones to leave uh, on this planet, mm. um, but. If Jesus returns soon, hey, there'll be something better, and we'll talk about that soon. Uh, there'll be something far better uh, than um, the current, uh, I guess, planet in which we're living. Mm. Uh, things, good stuff uh, in store for us. You know, there, there are some wonderful stuff for those who believe. Yes, it's yeah. certainly true to say that uh, it is the blessed hope of every genuine Christian heart that, right. uh, that, that beats strong for the exactly. Lord Jesus Christ is that we want to see him come again. And yes. we know that he has promised he came the first time, he shall return the second mm. time. Amen. Uh, this is rock solid and sure. However, yes. uh, that being said, of course, I think we'd all agree, or yes. hopefully we would, that uh, uh, that as, as Christians, uh, we have a, uh, it's incumbent upon us to be good stewards of the gift that God Amen. has given to us uh, here upon this planet. That's right, that's right. And, and it is true to say with these two nations that yes. uh, they are by far the world's two biggest uh, uh, carbon dioxide emitters, hmm. or CO2 emitters. And, yes. and, and together, um, 
if they were to make major changes, yes. uh, then I think we would be a lot closer to achieving Mm. Uh, that one and a half degree temperature uh, uh, goal that was set, yeah. uh, no more than that above the, the average mean yes. uh, of world temperatures uh, that was set out uh, six years ago at the Paris uh, Agreement. That's right. uh, and so really important goal that they're, they're trying to strive towards. Of course, uh, human effort uh, is... Uh, it will only take us so far because uh, it is a very wicked problem, as they say. It's a great big ball of yarn that we're mm. dealing with. It's a very... Uh, Hard to extricate ourselves from or by right. ourselves, uh, but uh, still, I think we we would all wish and want uh, right. for if we can do anything mm-hmm. to protect the planet. Oh, uh, that we want to do that. W- wouldn't you agree? That's right. No, hundred percent. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so very big news there that's come out of uh, Glasgow. Yes. And uh, alongside of that, uh, every uh, attempt that can be made is being made to yes. try and uh, push those along. Uh, I was looking, in fact, at uh, the amounts of carbon dioxide that are getting uh, pumped out. Some okay. might suggest that uh, radio announcers pump out a whole lot more carbon dioxide than, than oh, other really? people. <laughs> yeah, maybe because we talk so much. Uh, I'm not sure about that one. But uh, when it comes to uh, China, uh, mm. I notice here that they are by far, <clears throat> in fact, Mm. More than twice right. the amount of uh, carbon dioxide emission of the next closest nation, which is the United States, yeah. uh, and China's pumping out uh, eleven and a half thousand megaton. That's uh, oh, wow. each each megaton is uh, one million tons. So I, I imagine that that would be something in the order of eleven and a half billion. Oh, wow, uh, that's a big number. Uh, ton. Yeah. Uh, yeah of yeah. Uh, of carbon dioxide. Uh, and then it goes downwards from there. China, US, EU, India, Russia. Thankfully, Australia is, <laughs> is somewhat down that list. Mm, um, but mm, per mm. capita, we yeah, certainly are yeah. uh, uh, contributing exactly. more than our fair Steel. share yeah, that's right. uh, of uh, carbon dioxide yeah. into the atmosphere. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's mm. something we all breathe, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. That's so right. hopefully we'll get some fresh air, some fresh perspective here in the studio and at home and on the oh, road yes. for our listeners today that's right. as we think about uh, and uh, dialogue together uh, as to is there a better way? Mm. Uh, we're striving to to find a a better way at COP26, but That's is there right. a better way altogether again exactly. that goes beyond the confines of what is possible mm-hmm. at COP26 because right. we are dealing with human limitations Yes, uh, and uh, and God can go beyond mm. those human restrictions. Yes. Um, and maybe there's something we can do in partnership, not just with each other, but also with God. That's so right. I, I'm That's really right. quite keen. I'm sure our listeners are very keen <laughs> to, to listen in to, to what uh, you have to share with us today, yeah. Fabiano, on this Press just God. this exact same uh, issue mm. that we're talking about That's right. today. That's right. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> folks, uh, this is not just about Fabiano. It's not just about Hugh. This is about you, and it's about your relationship with God as well. And so That's we're right. really keen to uh, have you interact with us here at the studio. So please let us know where you are listening. That's right. uh, we'd love for you to text us here at the studio, 048888. 0811. You can text us on that number. And if you have some prayer requests, yes. uh, maybe you want to add your voice to the debate uh, right. that surrounds climate change. Uh, right. Whether it's on one end of the spectrum with climate skepticism, right on yes. through to climate activism, or anything, anywhere in between those mm, two, mm. Uh, those two, uh, some would say extremes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. uh, whatever the case may be, everyone's got a point of view. Right. We're, we're quite keen to hear yours. Exactly. And so do text us on 048880811. Mm, well, I think, right. Fabiano, it's a good time for us to pause and to add some a sweet-smelling aroma amongst that carbon dioxide <laughs> oh, uh, right, by wonderful. lifting our hands and yes, our hearts in yes. prayer. Amen. Let's pray. Mm.
Father God, we want to just thank you so much for uh, giving this uh, opportunity to us uh, to gather together on the radio. Uh, Lord, it is amazing to think uh, that uh, this affords us, this the, the radio waves, the opportunity to share your word, uh, Lord, to gather in community, uh, to uh, support and encourage each other with a good word uh, each day. And, uh, Lord, certainly on this program, the big Q&A. So, Father, we pray here on Drive Time Big Q&A that you'll help us, you'll provide to us some insights, answers, and understanding that will give us not just joy and peace for the present, but hope for tomorrow. Um, Father, we thank you for hearing our prayer, and we ask now for your blessing on this time together as we unpack COP26, Is There a Better Way? Thank mm. you, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Well, dear listener, I have a great book for you this afternoon. I'd really love to share with you. Uh, it is our free offer to every listener today. It is called yeah. Hope for a Hopeless, uh, sorry, Hope for a Hopeless, Hope for a Helpless yes. Planet. Yes. Uh, I'd hate to think that we're a bit, a bit hopeless down here <laughs> on planet Earth. Um, but in some ways, that's probably true. So Hope for a Helpless Planet. Now, if you'd like to get today's uh, free offer, uh, all you need to do is text the code word SA24, that's SA24, to that same number I mentioned before, and uh, the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details. So don't be surprised if you get a little response back there. Uh, we do like to respond, even if it is our automated response. Uh, so text the code word SA24. That's just the capital letters SA, as in South Australia, and the number 24. No spaces, all one alphanumeric word. So SA24, all one word. Text that through to 048-808-811. All right, well, uh, I think it's time to uh, change mode from speaking voice to singing voice. What are you going to sing for us today, Fabiano? <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't mind having someone else give us a special item. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yes. how, how about uh, we, we find someone that is suitable, Yes, uh, a fitting substitute right. for your sweet, uh, sweet, <laughs> sultry tones. Uh, Thank maybe you. we'll just uh, bring in Lauren Daigle. How's that? Wonderful. That All right, good. so yep. uh, we'll have Lauren Daigle, and she's going to be singing for us, Power to Redeem. Mm. Wow, and okay. tell you what, this planet, yeah. Is worthy of redemption in the eyes of God. That's right. Let's play this song now. Yep.
so child of God Lift your eyes to see With every morning light Again we are redeemed Rejoice, O child of God Lift your eyes to see With every morning light Again we are redeemed Now with bread that brings the dead to life The words that pierce the dark with light Only by the blood are we set free With mercy strong to carry shame And nail it to a tree You alone hold the power to redeem Oh, you alone hold the power to redeem Oh, you alone hold the power to This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Well, welcome back there, there listeners. It's great to have you back with us here on Drive Time Big Q&A. And today's big question is COP26, is there a better way? Uh, I am your uh, host today, and uh, our co-host uh, with me this afternoon is Fabiano Niokuru. And uh, uh, Fabiano, you're going to be taking us through this really intriguing topic. It fits really neatly within what we've been looking at this last couple of weeks as we've That's been right. on a parallel journey alongside of uh, the Conference of the Parties there at the United yeah, Nations yeah. 26, uh, right. there in Glasgow. <clears throat> and uh, the related topic to uh, our overall theme of the Bible, the mm. church and the environment, yes. is again COP26 is there a better way? That's right. And uh, so, uh, Fabiano, do you think? Uh, what do you think of that question? Is there a better way? Uh, are we doing all we can <laughs> to strive and, and make a difference when it comes to COP26 and, and making a change with climate and ecology and the environment? Yeah. Uh, uh, where would you like to start? It's a big question. You could start just about anywhere, couldn't you? That's right. That's right. I think um, there's a lot we could actually mention or talk about uh, when we think about uh, COP26. Uh, let me begin by saying that climate change poses a major threat to every single living thing here on this planet. And as Christians, we ought to be um, worried about that because this is our Father's world. He has created it and it belongs to Him and we've, made, we've been uh, put in charge as stewards and we need to look after it. In fact, Scripture says that God is going to destroy those who destroy the world. So really this is a serious thing and, and, and I would say that every Christian um, or at least every Bible-believing Christian um, does believe that we need to do something about this planet and um, not just in terms of 
uh, I guess, the climate, but in the social world, in the religious world, in all uh, spheres of life, we actually need to do something in order to uh, uh, keep this world a better place. And as the song goes, you know, imagine if each person did one. Uh, um, how does how does the in fact, it's not a song, sorry, it's a saying. Uh, uh, if, if every individual on this planet did one good thing towards the betterment of this world, I think there will be quite a big uh, uh, change that will take place. Something significant will take place. Now, yeah, that these, sounds like a great song. It could be a great song. <laughs> it could be a great song. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll compose that. <laughs> but, you know, this year, once again, is the 26th annual summit. Uh, it's been about, yeah. Well, there's been about 25 sessions prior to that mm. where the world leaders have come together uh, to address the issues of um, climate, global warming, uh, you know, and, and these are issues which scientists have studied and realized that, hey, if we do not address these issues, our world is going to get hotter and uh, that will impact the water supply. That would impact, uh, there'll be food so- shortages because, you know, there, there'll be an unbal- unbalanced uh, climate. And not only that, that is going to affect the future of this world. So for the first time, uh, something momentous apparently happened in, uh, uh, when the, uh, the world leaders uh, gathered uh, in the 25th session, I believe it was, uh, in um, in Paris. And they agreed on something significant. And I think uh, this is what they agreed on uh, based on what I could gather from um, the COP26 website there that was put together. Uh, it actually says here that um, for the first time ever, something momentous happened. Every country agreed to work together to limit global warming to well below 2 degrees and aim for a 1.5 degrees to adapt uh, to the impacts of a changing climate and to make money available to deliver on these aims. And so this year, they've been now once again working on that, I guess readdressing the issue to say, hey, where, you know, how can we actually achieve what we agreed on? And some of them were accelerate the phase out of coal, uh, curtail, uh, deforestation, speed up the switch to electric vehicles. Um, I think that's a, I, I, when I hear about electric vehicles, uh, because I'm a, well, you don't really tend to hear electric vehicles, do you? No, no, no much. But for me though, because I'm a bit of a tech person, hey, that's, Kind of exciting. It is kind of exciting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, encourage investment in renewables. So, um, so definitely there was a lot, obviously. This is just a, uh, uh, I guess a little bit of a summary of some of the things that they agreed to. Um, they, they are very ambitious. Uh, but once again, I believe that, uh, there are, Politics involved at the same time, and there are other uh, scientific uh, undertones, some of which I think does not help uh, solve the issue because uh, as I've been listening to some of the presidents and some of the keynote speakers, uh, you find that there's this issue where the people are... who who are who who are presenting uh solutions or at least appealing for solutions, they are not addressing God at all. They are not pleading and asking God to also intervene. Or they're not asking for wisdom from scripture. They are actually saying and I and and I remember one gentleman, I believe this uh, actually this was uh, Boris Johnson. He looked at the uh, people there and said 
You know, we have all these machines, machines and all these things that are contributing to this issue that we're faced with now. And we can stop it. <laughs> and I said, wow. I mean, it, it, it's one thing to, I guess, uh, um, you know, uh, find the problem. But it's another thing to also find the solution. And if you look for the solution in the wrong place, you are not going to go very far. And uh, then the other keynote speaker, a well-known, um, I should have written his name, um, but a well-known gentleman who has produced documentaries, nature documentaries, beautiful documentaries, by the way. And recently he um, uh, he met uh, the... Uh, you know the queen and 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 spoke about you know his uh, ambitions and stuff like that um trying to remember his names now uh but anyways i I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up soon uh but you know he said something because he's an evolutionist uh his name should be adam yeah are you thinking of dr edinburgh Edinburgh, that's the one. David Edinburgh. Yeah, David Edinburgh. That's right, the one. Yeah. I actually knew his brother. Oh, really? Yes, that's right. Yeah, when I was wow. at university, uh, oh, he was in a go. very different discipline. Okay. And uh, he, uh, in fact, was, uh, as I recall, was in the ancient history department. So, right, uh, right. You know, when it comes to these things, it seems that uh, one Edinburgh is looking back towards the past, one of the ones looking towards the future. Oh, wow, yeah. there you go. So that's, 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 that's fascinating. And uh, in his speech, uh, for him, uh, it was more about what we can do. And he addressed the congregants there to say, if you don't do something, you know, the future generation will hate you for it. And I'm just paraphrasing here. But he was strictly, obviously he's an evolutionist, so he doesn't believe in God, but he is pretty much saying, you have to do something about this. You are the one to bring the solution. And uh, in the documentary, uh, The Eleventh Hour, you know, scientists have also been singing the same tune. You can do something about it. We must do something about it. So really, I think um, there are definitely wonderful, uh, uh, you know, th- there's a lot of thinking that has been I guess, uh, put together. There are some wonderful goals that have been outlined, but I also do believe that uh, though all these wonderful strategies have been put together, uh, uh, have been beautifully crafted, and some of which are going to contribute to, uh, um, you know, bringing about the solution, if, you know, we actually do what we agreed to do, that's another issue, but I believe that um, the uh, the big issue the elephant in the in the room is that god has been left out and i think for me that is an issue and uh you know if we come to scripture we read there in genesis 1 1 the very beginning of the uh written word uh it actually says in the beginning god not men uh god not another being from another planet, but God, the creator of heaven and earth, God made heaven and earth. And that means it, it's, it's his. This planet mm. belongs to God. And if it belongs to God, we need to also consult God and ask him what his thoughts are. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, people sitting there in Glasgow and say, hey, let's pray about this. That would be amazing. But hey, uh, we live in such a world in which uh, I think that might be unlikely. But hey, but you never know. I believe there are some f- 
people are of faith who attended uh, um, the um, uh, the uh, the the conference, and 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 it is possible some were praying there in the corner, you know, for better solution. But imagine if the if, if there was an agenda as well on the paper there to say, hey, let's also pray and ask God for um, uh, for His opinion. But you know, if we go to Genesis two fifteen, Genesis chapter two uh, fifteen. Uh, we found something amazing here, um, uh, of which I guess brings us into the picture, um, as, uh, as we discuss, uh, you know, the issue of, um, climate change. And, and so notice here in Genesis 2.15, it says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. Mm-hmm. Now, here, uh, God has just created uh, men and he has uh, then he puts him in the garden and he gives him the responsibility uh, he makes him the steward and he wants him to actually look after it now if I may read the same verse in the ESV it actually says the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it so there you go so we were supposed definitely to do some work in this uh, uh, in this uh, uh, in this earth uh, to preserve it and to keep it and so friends i believe um as christians yes we should be concerned we should definitely seek to um preserve uh, our planet but uh, ultimately we are stewards and i believe that god needs to be heard as well and uh, we need to involve him in the dialogue we need to find out um, what his will is for this planet if i could share something actually uh, what i think uh, part of what i think god would also uh, uh, like to i guess bring to our attention as uh, as part of the problem that we face is that there's sin in this world and sin has actually brought about most of the things that uh, that are wrong in this world because here's the thing when adam and eve sinned all of a sudden the roses which never never used to have thorns all of a sudden have thorns and um, the animals the lion that used to lie down together with the lamb all of a sudden you know <laughs> one is a prey one is one is for dinner and another <laughs> you know it, it, it's it's uh yeah and so we see that there is an issue and in this world uh and sin is part of the problem and i think if we uh want to solve uh the the climate issues I think sin needs to be discussed. Why is that so? Maybe let me unpack that a little bit. Because you see, uh, some, if we were, uh, if, if we were, I guess, uh, approaching this from a, I know that those who are listening might not be a people of faith, but let's, for a minute, think of it this way. If we are approaching this from, um, um, from the mindset of uh, Christianity, biblical Christianity, then uh, we would not want to uh, throw plastic in the ocean because that's ethically wrong. Mm. That's morally wrong. Yes, that's right. Uh, so, so, so for Christians, I guess what I'm trying to say is we should be, we should. And let me say, I should, because there are some Christians, unfortunately, who are misrepresenting once again biblical Christianity. But in general, um, uh, biblical Christianity, we should be concerned. We should have a moral compass. We should do what is right always. Uh, by the help of God, we should uh, care for this planet. We should care for our friends, our neighbors. We should not want to... Um, 
uh, I guess, uh, have massive deforestation uh, for the sake of, you know, whatever ambitions, because we know that that will be hurting the planet. So I guess what I'm saying is there will be a moral campus. There will be an eth- uh, ethical approach to some of these things. And I believe then, if imagine if the whole world was thinking that way. I personally am convinced that this world will be far better. Um, the issues that we face today, uh, most of which actually uh, stem from a um, a pride pride food. Is that a word? Pride mm, food. Absolutely. A- a- ambition. You know, right. there are people who are only concerned about you know getting more and more, and then they are they are not satisfied with what they have already, and yes. they will do anything at whatever cost. Uh, even if it means that their factories are going to pump out CO2, who cares? They're just trying to get more. And so it really all comes back to, uh, this issue of sin as well. So I think, uh, yeah, one of the things we should hopefully as a world, um, I guess think about is, hey, God should be uh, heard as well. And uh, let's consult his word and find out uh, what will be uh, best to do. And I believe that would contribute to the um, uh, to the betterment of this world, I believe, not only in terms of the climate, but socially, because here's the thing, if you live in the beautiful garden, but yet you're depressed and everything, so it means nothing to you. So <laughs> I guess this is, these are some of my takes as, I, as I've just been listening to the dialogue there. And I was yeah, I guess disturbed a little bit at the fact that, you know, um, people like wise people, smart people like David Adenbrough, I believe that's how you pronounce the name, you know, only thinks that, hey, we, the humans, are the ones to bring about the solution. And that's a really interesting point that you raised there, Fabiana, because uh, on one hand, it's a bad thing, isn't it? Because uh, to divorce the designer Mm. who made the creation from the solution Mm. to the malformation that we've caused upon the planet is is really uh, a a cause for concern. But on the other hand, you can hear the fact that finally somebody's wanting to say, mea culpa, (laughs) guilty uh, as charged, and say, yes, we need to do something about this. Mm. Uh, We cannot ignore it or evade it any longer Mm. uh, or for too much longer or it'll be too late for us to actually partner with God, yes. or in this case, partner with each other in exactly. order to make a change. I love that verse that you've just shared with us yeah, too, by the way, yeah, Fabiano. Yeah. Uh, what was that again? Genesis, Genesis 2.15. That's right. The Lord God took the man, put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And this mm. really builds upon Genesis yes. 1, doesn't it? Exactly. Where that's it talks right. about how that God uh, gave this world yes. uh, to us to be a, a place that we take care of and that's to right. subdue it. But unfortunately, Amen. Amen. there are those who don't want to uh, uh, take good care of it, uh, mm. and uh, in such a way as to ensure its uh, uh, its preservation and yeah. keep it as pristine and, and as uh, supportive of life as possible. Yeah. Uh, but those uh, who have tried to ignore that altogether, and then there's sadly, like you've said, Christians, mm. 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 Uh, and and maybe we need to speak a word to to some of our brothers and sisters here tonight. <laughs> but some Christians who've seen the word subdue, yeah. And they've thought not subdue as in pacify and mollify and love on, but rather instead to to dominate, yeah, dominate and, and to rapaciously yep, take yep, uh, yep, from the yep, planet. Yep, yep, here's, here's an interesting verse I want to throw in okay, your direction. Okay, uh, see see how far you want to hit this one out of the park. But First um, John two, First John two all says right. this: It says, "Do not love the world." Mm. Now, someone might say, oh, dear. Okay, so maybe we, we shouldn't be loving the world and the creation and taking care of it. But okay. it's interesting. It speaks to what you were saying. Do not, I'd like to get your comment on this. Do All not right. love the world or anything in the world. That's right. If anyone loves the world, 
Love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, and here we go, the lust of the flesh, mm. the lust of the eyes, mm. and the pride of life, that's what you were talking about, right? Yes, yes. Comes not from the Father, but from the world. Mm. Could it be, yes. and here's the question, yes. could it be yes. that uh, sometimes people love the world for only what it can give them rather mm. than loving the world for its own intrinsic worth and value? That's right. You know, as I think of uh, this verse, do not love the world or all the things of this. Uh, let me read that properly. Do not love the world or the things in the world. I think there are people um, who, uh, like you were saying earlier, uh, who feel like they need to squeeze as much juice as they can <laughs> from the world, you know, and, 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 and like blood from a stone. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything that they can get their hands on. Um, that is selfish. Um, and that is, that actually stems from an unregenerate heart. Uh-huh. Uh, and, um, you know, when, 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 when scripture says that we should not love the world, the word actually for world, um, if my memory serves me correct, has at least about three different Greek words. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the context here is all, it's these things which really do, does not help you also move heavenward. These things that does not bring you back closer to God. And, uh, but in the larger context, it actually also involves the attitude of, um, wanting to treat this planet and anything in this planet the way you, you want it, you know, the way you would like to treat it. So in, in other words, you are not concerned with, um, how God would want you to interact, uh, and, um, and, uh, you know, and use or, uh, yeah, interact and use the things that are in this world. So it's, in a sense, we could also extend it to that understanding as well. But I would like to say that, um, it really, I just can't help but think at Isaiah 14, Ezekiel 28, where we find the, uh, the, the, the beginnings of the issues that we are addressing today. And it all began with this angel which God had created perfectly who decided he would rebel he will use his freedom of choice which God grants to every creature and will rebel and selfishly because of pride wanted to do things his own way and so we find that uh, that stain of sin in us and there are people therefore who have just taken that to another extreme they want to squeeze every juice out of this planet everything and and to the expense of hurting this yes, planet yes. and uh, in a spiritual and uh, to the point where even hurting themselves yeah, that's and, right and ourselves that's right in the, that's in right the process too exactly so so yeah. this is really a, a a selfish ambition as you were saying before mm, that's right that, that is predicated on the idea of yeah. what's in it for me Mm, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, so that only leads to abuse and misuse, right. uh, not only of the resource, but of ourselves and of our ourselves. gift sets and skills. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and who we were innately designed to be, right? That's right. Yeah. Can I quickly add something? Um, also, uh, for a believer, um, there is also this idea that the world, um, because of, because it, you know, we are living in a sinful, uh, state. Uh, uh, the world therefore does not tend to gravitate towards God. Mm-hmm. And as, and, and as Christians, we need to constantly come to God, 
read his word so our minds can be saturated with good things and so we can actually allow the Holy Spirit to lead us so we may know what is right, what we should allow into our minds, into our ears, what we, what kind of decisions we should be making. That's also very important. And that's, I believe, what uh, some of maybe some of what also John uh, had in mind. And so, and that's a really important point, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, COP26 that's is right. something which can radically change mm. and more likely, and most likely will, uh, the way we uh, live and yes. the way we drive, the way yes. we, uh, where we, the, our habitations, our mm. homes, uh, uh, how we structure our cities, yeah. uh, so much of our lives, that's right. uh, it's going to radically change. Yeah. If we want to have radical change, <laughs> then uh, we, radical really means to go right back to uh, best practice, back to the roots, mm. uh, and uh, that's best served, you would think, by going mm. back to God's Word. So, so yes, Amen. absolutely embrace the best of COP26, but yes. um, let it be... Uh, permeated, let it be directed by, by God's word. Yes. Yes. In fact, for Christians, I would say, and these, these are not my words, but these are, uh, words of, um, a wonderful author, Nathan Brown. He says, as a church, we need to reaffirm our biblical mandate as stewards of creation mm. and to implement policies and practices that reflect what we say we believe. The earth is the Lord's, Psalms 24, 1, and we need to also recognize that we are stewards. So, what so, a, what yeah, a great thought. Yeah, and, yeah. and perhaps that's a great thought uh, uh, for us to just dwell upon while we listen to this uh, great song called For the Beauty of the Earth. Wonderful. Uh, enjoy. <laughs>
folks and uh, dear listeners I'm I'm sure that you'll agree that this is a very vitally important topic for today that we're covering and that is COP26 is there a better way and it's a real pleasure to be in the studio uh, with Fabiano Fabiano uh, thank you for the thoughts you've been sharing with us straight from the word of God straight from your heart Impressive. clearly uh, you have uh, a real heart and a desire to see the best for this planet uh, and not just from a, a singular or even selfish point of view but uh, in tune with the heart of God Amen. and uh, so uh, really important topic we're looking at today, and, and really just to uh, to flavor that a little bit more and to further enhance the experience yes. of our listeners today, uh, we have a special offer. Uh, today's offer is a great book that could be just what you need uh, with this topic and in each of our lives personally. It's called Hope for a Helpless Planet. So if you'd like uh, today's giveaway, Hope for a Helpless Planet, all you need to do is text the code word SA24 to 0488880811. That is 0488880811. And uh, you'll be able to get a hold of uh, our free offer today, Hope for a Helpless Planet. Again, text to SA24, that's what you're texting, to 04880880811. All right, well, Fabiano, it's yes. uh, great to be uh, delving deep into this topic today. And uh, I understand uh, we had a little chat during the break, and uh, you were sharing some really very exciting thoughts with regards to the future of this planet. Mm. Well, let me begin by... Once again, going back to scripture, Romans chapter 8, verse 22 to 23. And the Bible says, For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth parents together until now. Not only that, but we also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. In these verses, Paul uh, is writing under the Spirit, and he recognizes that the whole creation is groaning. You know, the whole creation is Painting. There are, you know, whether it be the animal kingdom, the plantation kingdom, the human kingdom, we are all suffering and we are looking for a solution. And that is in part what COP26 is there also to address their solution. But then in verse 23, Paul says, hey, 
even we, the human beings, we recognize that uh, truly we need redemption. And so that is what I really want to highlight. The solution, the salvation, where is the, what is the ultimate solution? But before I go, uh, I, I share that. I've got a, a quotation here from a favorite author of mine, Ellen White. She writes in the book Testimonies of uh, to the Church, Volume Six, Page Four Zero Eight, and she says the restraining spirit of God is even now being withdrawn from the world. Hurricanes, storms, uh, tempest, fire, and flood. Disasters by sea and land follow each other in quick successions. Science seeks to explain all these. The signs thickening around us, telling of the near approach of the Son of God, are attributed to any other than the true cause. So, in the sense, yes, we all recognize something is wrong, but I think there's also a spiritual realm here involved. Mm -hmm. Um, Satan is also busy you know, adding his own, you know, fair share into the troubles of this world and into maybe the climate uh, issues as well. In fact, in the book, The Great Controversy, the same author says that, um, um, yeah, he, he, he also tries to mess up with the, with, with the, um, with the air. And so therefore, there is something spiritual as well involved here. So where is the solution? Where is the salvation? According to that quote, uh, these, first of all, these signs tell us that Jesus is near. So what we are saying, what we are seeing actually happening around us was prophesied, meaning predicted that it would happen. Otherwise, the Bible won't be true. Matthew chapter 24, the book of Daniel, the book of Revelation, they all speak about the issues that would arise in the last days, how Men will, um, men's heart will fail them for fear and there will be natural disasters, even pandemics. Hey, COVID-19 was foreseen by the Bible. And so there were all these things which were uh, pr- predicted, prophesied, we would say, to happen as the signs of the end times that Jesus is near. So where is the solution? You know, as Christians, we sing a lot about heaven because we believe that we are going to heaven. You know, there's a great hymn, When We All Get to Heaven. It's a beautiful hymn, and I love singing that hymn. But there is one thing and that... we love listening to you too, Fabiana. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. There, but there's one thing that we have forgotten. Well, let me qualify my statement. Not forgotten, but which we have not emphasized a lot. And that is, according to Isaiah 65, verse 17... God says, I will create new heavens and the new earth. So there is a better solution. Not only will we be redeemed from this world, but God is going to recreate this earth, you know, fix the whole carbon issue, fix the whole, you know, uh, emissions issue. You know, it's going to be the pristine Eden that uh, we lost in the very beginning. There'll be no more sicknesses, no more pain, no more suffering. Can you imagine what a world that will be? What an amazing place it's going to be. Exactly. The earth as it was always meant to be. Amen, amen. So for Christians, we have that great hope that Jesus is coming. And what we are seeing today, yes, we want to do something about it, but ultimately, yes. what we what we know, these are the signs. This is the music now beginning. This is the entree, you know, and we know that something good is coming. And that, you know, for us as Christians, it gives us hope. And so we are not uh, fearful 
uh, but rather we are actually hopeful and uh, we are looking forward to that great redemption and we'll be part of this new earth. And I would, I would like to extend an invitation to anyone listening to actually uh, uh, accept that uh, Jesus as a Lord and Savior and be part of the redeemed. What a wonderful invitation knowing that there is no cost to it. There's no strings attached. You simply have to accept Him as your Lord and Savior. And so long as you surrender all to Him, God will do all. That's amazing, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. What a wonderful yeah. vista of uh, and view that mm. you've given to us this afternoon, uh, Fabiana, to think that uh, uh, everything we've been striving towards, yeah. uh, that God gave us back in the beginning, that mm. He is going to step in yet again yes. and He's going to recreate it does that mean also that he will recreate us? Exactly. So yes. the, the actual yes. problem yes. Uh, you've talked about earlier That's right. uh, is a problem of uh, innate human selfishness mm. and sinfulness. Mm. We, we start mm. to yes. look inwardly and think yes. about what's in it for me. That's right. Uh, so does this mean in turn that oh, the yeah. very things we struggle with internally and That's that right. we see the results of externally in the world around us? That's right. God's going to recreate right. that too? Is that oh, right? First Corinthians chapter 15. Right. Not only will our bodies be transformed, but sin will be destroyed. And the last enemy, I believe the Bible says death, will also mm. be destroyed. And so, yeah, definitely. Not just the death of a person, but the death yeah. of a planet. Exactly. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. So, That's so right. God's got this in hand. He's got it in hand. In and those two nail scarred hands. Exactly. And I think, too, the point that you just raised is so amazing because the new world, the new earth will not be good if we had, if we still had that sin problem. Yes. But God is going to deal with that for good, for good, for eternity. Yes. Well, this is really exciting, Fabian. I, I'm so glad that you shared us with us this, uh, this vision of the future that is not just where the Bible has predicted, sad to say, the, the, the human frailties and the the bad news and the problems that we're going to encounter yeah. as we get closer towards the, the end of this old earth that's wearing out like an old garment. But that's right. but rather the Bible also provides a solution Amen. as that's well. Right. So this is exciting because oh, it yes. means then that all of our listeners and we ourselves can be a part of that solution. Mm. Yes, How can we yes. be part of that solution and not just be repeating the problem? Oh well, John three sixteen says, "For God so loved the world." That whosoever believeth in him, and I like what Helen used to say, you are a whosoever, man, whosoever, everyone listening, that whosoever <laughs> believes, that's the key, in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Hmm. Yes, and what a great quote. We really yeah. miss our yeah. Helen, don't we? <laughs> and so, Helen, if you're listening out there, we, we miss you here in the studio. Amen. We, we're Amen. looking forward to your, mm-hmm. your return, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. But I tell you what, we're really looking forward to the return of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Uh, yes. Because yes. he's the one who most presciently, long before there was a modern scientist, oh, yeah. was foretelling mm. uh, the events that we're seeing in the world happening mm. around us today That's that right. are impacting yeah. the the globe and, right. and our ecology and, right. and our very lives themselves. Mm, but he has yeah. the solution too. Oh, yes. And so yes. what a wonderful picture you've shared with us today. Uh, as we think about that, I wonder, folks, uh, perhaps you, you might uh, like to text in and tell us uh, your thoughts. And, uh, I mean, time is perhaps a little bit against us today because we yeah. are running down on time. But, but that doesn't mean we can't uh, uh, respond to some mm. of the thoughts you wish to share on today's topic the next That's time right. that That's we right. get together. And just, by the way, just to be reminded, uh, if you would like our free offer, uh, please uh, do send in, do text in uh, the code word SA24 yes. uh, to 04 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 8 
Yes. That's 0488880811. And the texted uh, code word is uh, capital S, capital A, 24. Now, what are you sending in for? You're sending in for Hope for a Helpless Planet. Great book. Could be just what you need on Amen. this very topic uh, and digging deeper into uh, the future that we're all looking forward to. Yes. Uh, not just uh, that uh, is made available to us by, say, a COP26, but more, <laughs> more so by the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. himself. Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Fabiana. Really enjoyed uh, the way that you took us through this topic today. Very important one, and great to find that there are some great answers yes. uh, to this this very uh, set of issues mm. uh, when it comes to the climate, yes. uh, our, our home, and our future. Praise God. Uh, and the future of every species on this planet mm. as well. Uh, well, for a word from our sponsors and uh, uh, and a great song to close uh, this afternoon, we have I Can Only Imagine. And you know what? I Amen. can only imagine what it's going to be mm, like. Same here. See that uh, glorious uh, <laughs> recreated new yes. heaven and a new earth. Amen. Thanks, Fabiano. Thank you to our listeners, and we'll see you next time. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.